0: On this episode of Video Marketing 2.0, we're joined by Brendan Schwartz, co founder and CTO of Wistia, one of the world's leading video hosting platforms, about the power of video analytics.
1: The video revolution is here and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Cardi.
2: Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the video marketing podcast where we discuss the use of video for marketing and all your business purposes. I am Brendan Carty. I'm the head writer and creative story lead at ThinkMojo. And I'm joined, as always, by my colleague, Director of Business Development at ThinkMojo, Joel Gubich. Joel, how are you? Hey, Brendan. I'm doing great. It's going to be kind of tough today, I think,
0: because we've got two Brendans on the show, and
2: uh, I hope I don't get too confused. I don't. I think I will get confused too. There's probably going to be a lot of speaking over each other as uh, we fight for Brendan's superiority. But we'll figure that all out in post, I guess. Speaking of which, uh, let's just bring on the other Brendan so that people don't. uh, So the confusion can begin. Uh, Our guest today—it's a very special guest. If you're aware of uh, video marketing, you probably know about Wistia. Wistia is a video marketing platform. Uh, one of the world's leading video marketing platforms. And our guest today, Brendan Schwartz, is the CTO and co-founder of Wistia. Now, just to give you a little idea, if you don't know about Wistia, this is basically what YouTube is to cat videos. Wistia is to marketing videos. And Wistia has, has been growing year after year. They just held a huge uh, video marketing conference called Wistia Fest. And the thing that really sets Wistia apart, it's not just about hosting, it's about analytics and uh, advanced analytics, video marketing tools. So everything that you would need as a video marketer, if that's a thing now, I'm not sure it probably is. But anyway, without further ado, let's bring on Brendan Schwartz. Brendan, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. That was so, quite an introduction. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> so Brendan, before, before we get into it, obviously you're Brendan I'm Brendan. So I just want to ask you, how odd does the name Brendan sound coming off of your lips? Because this is something that I've been dealing with my whole life. To me, it's like the hardest word to pronounce in the English language.
3: That's a, I, uh, I have a tendency to mumble a lot as well. So that makes saying Brendan difficult under certain circumstances. You know, ordering a coffee. What's your name? <laughs> Anytime. Brian.
2: Brandon, yeah. You know, Brandon. Brandon is, is has been a big one. I think Raymond, because people just really? refuse to admit that. Yeah, Ray, I got Raymond a few, couple of times. I was just like, that doesn't, I don't even see how you did that. But I actually <laughs> have the same, yeah, the same problem. It's always when ordering food, I feel, food or or coffee or something. And I just feel like, put out, like, why do you need to know my name? Just Just give it to me. <laughs> But anyway, thank it's you for hardship. joining
0: us. Yeah, thank- <laughs> that's all the more reason that we need to be talking about visuals because yeah. if you can't read or hear something, at least you can see somebody's face and recognize it.
2: Yeah, uh, exactly, and it, it, it saves us from uh, from our mumbling problems, which must be it must be a Brendan thing. I'm not sure. I think it, yeah, it runs with the it comes with the name. Because of the name. Yeah. So Brendan, tell us a little bit about, uh, well, first of all, we, we talked about Wistia Fest. If you want to just give us a, a little recap, I mean, we, we were there, uh, I'm sure a lot of our viewers were not. So, uh, what were, what were some of your, your biggest, uh, your favorite parts about Wistia Fest, some of the things that, uh, that you guys put on?
3: Well, I guess first and foremost, and maybe on the more personal side for me is that this is the third year we've done it. And it is, you know, we're an online business Many thousands of customers. We, you know, talk with people in support. We talk with people in sales. When we, you know, we we like to talk to customers, but there is just no substitute for being in person with somebody. And unfortunately, this day and age, being you know an online kind of self service business, that is rarer than it should be. So for for me personally, it's a really fun time of year um, to get everybody together. Uh, And actually, have a lot of those conversations, and also to be surrounded by people who are like such video marketing nerds. You know, it's just rare to have that many people in one place. It's it's pretty special.
2: Now, one of the big, uh, obviously, the big topic um, you you gave a a keynote address, and one of the big, really, the big theme of it was uh, video analytics and and the new uh, tools that Wistia is uh, is debuting really currently. So. Just to for, for those who may not be fully caught up on what Wistia does and, and why that's so important, just give us a, a background. Cause I think that, you know, for for most people, video marketing is about creating good content. And obviously that's important. But mm-hmm. analytics is the other side of that. You know, and so why are analytics so important and and what does Wistia bring to the table?
3: Yeah, I think so. I mean, we've been, the other interesting thing was that the first day at Wistia Fest was our 10-year anniversary as a business. A lot of people, I think, feel like we've been around for, you know, two or three years. It's one of those 10-year overnight success uh, kind of situations. (laughs) right? And, um, I mean, so really early on in, in doing this, a big missing piece of online video for business was around the analytics because... It's you know it's getting easier and easier to make video. More businesses are doing it, but it's still the case that it's a sizable investment. And even if it's cheaper to do, it's still a big investment of time. And it's scary for people. Um, and I don't. I mean, running a good business is about knowing if the activities you're doing and the investments you're making are actually working for you. So, being able to measure that is absolutely critical. Um, and I think for most businesses, it's like an it's a non-starter if you can't do that. Um so when we were getting started that was something really early on that we f- that we focused on making sure that we built uh the g- give businesses the way to actually analyze and understand how people are watching their content there's some kind of basic stuff right when you talk about video analytics there's the, there's the things that are almost inherent to any video that you're publishing, you know, the first thing people think about is number of plays that you get. And that's a pretty naive way to think about it because I think some of the best video content out there, it's not about going viral. It's not about this huge brand play for most businesses. It's about, I don't know, we'd like to call it internally kind of, or affectionately call it hardworking video. So these are videos that are describing your product or they're helping customers get through a support issue or they're, um, you know, ex, ex, explaining something, making a sale, they're they are deeper in your funnel. Um, and those videos don't have, they're not going to go viral, they don't have tons and tons of plays on them. But the ones that they do, it's really important to understand how that is, is working. So we talk a lot about when you just look kind of like high level at how a video is performing, looking at engagement. So that is kind of second by second, how much of your audience is still watching at that given part? Or are they rewatching? Um, and so that's, that's like the next level underneath. Did they click play basically to say, am I holding the audience's attention and what specifically you can get a lot of insights out of that when you have, if you have a marketing message, like, is there a part that people are rewatching and from the context you can usually tell, is that because people are interested or because they're confused about that? And that can help you make better content and it can help you, I don't know, in, in many cases for us, it informs uh, strategy around things. If we know that a certain part of our message is really resonating, we might redesign the page or part of the site to really talk, talk about that or explain it better.
0: We call that a smart video. You know, um, a modern video, a smart video because uh, if you're, it's, it's not enough for it to be um, pretty and have good visuals, whether it be animated or live action or even screencasted, it, it has to work This is a marketing video, a business video. It's not that cute cat that's got 9 million views. I mean, cats really rule the world (laughs) on YouTube. Uh, Without cats, I don't know if there is a YouTube, by the way.
2: (laughs) Without cats (laughs) and Justin Bieber, yeah, I think they just uh, fold up tent and go down the river.
0: Why spend the money? You know, analytics are great, but I could be on YouTube and it's free. And YouTube is connected to Google and I can get all the SEO that I want there and... Maybe I can even get some ad revenue if I'm allowed to put an ad on Well, that
3: last one in particular, I think, is a bit of a pipe dream. I'm not sure how many people are going to be watching my small business videos on YouTube when there's giant, these cat videos right next to it that are probably a lot more compelling. No offense to, uh, I mean, business video. But I think, so, I mean, it's not a bad place to start. And I think the re- the biggest difference, like w- when you zoom all the way up between something like YouTube and actually kind of using something like Wistia to host your videos, is that YouTube's customers are advertisers. Um, and so their whole product and, and website is really revolves around keeping people on YouTube, because that, that makes like, that's more inventory, that's more money for them. And I mean, I have no complaints about YouTube. It is a really excellent product, and it is good at what it does. And so if you have video that you're, you're actually trying to get your viewer to take an action, um, either maybe that's to sign up for a mailing list, uh, to buy a product, to uh, watch a webinar, those are things that it's really helpful to have people on your site and have control over the video. And that's kind of the reason that you would pay for professional hosting, in my opinion. Um, So there are definitely bigger brands and small companies alike who use YouTube um, in some smart ways where you can have, um, it's popular to have teaser content, like educational video, how-to videos work really well because that's a place where, uh, you know, YouTube will outrank your site for pretty much anything, right? It's owned by Google. It is the second most popular site in the world or something like that. Uh, If I have a video on there that says, you know, how to shared users privately in Wistia, when someone types that into Google, they will go to YouTube. And so depending on how your video strategy is, that could be good or bad. But one mistake that we see a lot of people making is that they always assume that's a good thing to get ranked, right? But now people are not on your website and they're there. So if the end goal is to get people to watch that content, that's a great strategy. If you want them to do something else that involves taking action with your website or getting deeper into the funnel it like is sometimes the kiss of death. And if you double list that video on YouTube and your own site, you are in deep trouble because nobody will ever get to your website.
2: Okay. So what are, what are some of the uh, analytics t- uh, tools that Wistia offers that really would separate it from YouTube? I mean, you mentioned engagement before, but you know, what, are, what are some of the things that we can use to, to measure that?
3: Yeah, so I mean, starting out, one thing that we try really hard to do is making sure the analytics are really simple and actionable. Um, YouTube's analytics are closer to kind of what you'd get with Google analytics. There is a, they have some really interesting stuff and it's very powerful, but it tends to be focused. Um, it's like almost what an advertiser would want. It's a lot of demographic information and things that are useful when you have larger audiences. So like the TV model. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's a good analogy. Um, So, you know, we try to present the things that are really important for business video. So it starts with play rate. Do I have a good thumbnail? Is it is my video positioned properly on the page? Are people clicking play to watch it? Then there's the engagement graph, the engagement rate, like I was talking about. Are people making it all the way through? What parts are interesting to them? Um, We have a lot of point and click tools in Wistia for video marketers. Things where you can add an email gate to to capture an email address. Maybe say, hey put in your email to watch this webinar, or at the end, hey, do you like this video? Subscribe to get more content. Um, Tools like that, we will show you how many people saw those and how many people engaged with them, which is really nice and helpful so that you can um, optimize those, put them in different parts in your video, change the copy around that, do some testing and optimization. Um, And another thing that's really helpful, uh, like especially for those hardworking videos, is where the individual viewer... Uh, is really important. And so we'll show you what we call a video heat map for every individual person that watches your video. Um, so you can get really fine grain detail and say, hey, did Joel, oh, he rewatched this one section uh, over and over. He's really interested in that. And, and you can export that data and you can start to build some intuition um, and understand, you know, which parts of your audience those things resonate with.
0: I think that heat map is really cool. I've been playing around with it ever since I came back from Wistia Fest. And uh, I don't know, maybe I just like colors and maps. (laughs) (laughs) There's a good chance. Yeah. yeah. I'm just bored, you know, but, um, no, it it really is cool. And I've gone back and looked at different videos over the last week and seen how people have interacted or, or watched the videos that we have on our gallery and, you know basically the heat map of of the views on on a
2: specific video, so it's really interesting to see that and I, what I like about that is that it's not just about learning more about your videos. and Brendan, you mentioned this before, sometimes you almost learn more about your business and more about your message and what really resonates with people. so the insights that you can pick up from uh, you know, let's say you have a, a three minute video or two minute video overview video of your of your business and you see that people keep coming back to this one section where you talk about a specific value proposition. That's not just helping you, you know, with your video content moving forward. It can help you with just your overall messaging and, and how you position your your entire business. Yeah.
3: I think that's really a unique thing about video in that. It's a, it tells a story, it's a narrative, you watch it from the start to the end, uh, you know, it has an order to it as opposed to when you lay out a, a marketing page, people can scan all around and everybody can take a different path uh, through that and it's a lot harder to kind of you know, look at something and know what someone's experience was. With video, if you see that they watch from the start to the end, you know what message they got. You know? um, and I think it can be really helpful with that in terms of honing a pitch. Uh, or understanding what features in your product are really useful, um, or what parts of your product are confusing to people
0: it 's almost like looking at somebody in the eye. I mean you really can 't do that, but so the heat map you know plays that role of looking somebody in the eye and how they're interacting with what you 're talking or you 're presenting to them yeah,
3: and certainly I mean it's you know it 's easy to forget, but this is all business video. People are not afraid to turn it off or just close the tab, click something else if they're not interested. So it is a re- I think it is a really good proxy for, for interest and engagement because, you know, people don't have a lot of time and they're not shy about doing that.
0: Well, that's a good time to take a short little break and hear a word or two from our sponsor, Think Mojo, smart videos that get results.
1: A smart business needs a smart way to connect with customers. That's where smart video comes in. Tell your business story in 60 seconds or less with a smart explainer video that gets results. Go to thinkmojo.com forward slash explainer for detailed information. Think Mojo, smart videos that get results.
0: A good video isn't good enough. You need a good video strategy as well. At Think Mojo, we'll show you how to create a video marketing plan that gets results. It's totally free and there's no obligation. Just visit thinkmojo.com slash consultation and set up your video strategy consultation today.
2: So that is, a, I think, a a great summary of of where of all the new things that are that are coming out now I I don't want to put you on the spot obviously this has been a very big rollout and has consumed a lot of your energy so you'll probably you know hate me for asking you but what's next what what's on the what's on the horizon (laughs) for for next year what do you guys and obviously you I'm sure you don't uh, you wouldn't want to share necessarily anything specific but what do you see as sort of the next phase of Wistia's development. I know that one of the themes of Wistia Fest was make video more human. And by making video more human, you make business more human. So I don't know if I'm I'm leading you down that direction, but is there is something, uh, do you have plans for the next phase of making video and therefore business more human? Yeah, I, I think we think about, so a lot
3: of the stuff that we're talking, that we launched and that we're talking about, especially with the one-to-one video, the Chrome extension, these integrations. To us, this is really the start of a much longer trajectory for us. So I think this the things that you'll see from Wistia in the coming months and years, a lot of it will be about how do we cut out every single step from that process and make it really easy for anybody in a business um, to use video effectively and track how it's working. And I think we'll start to see some really interesting use cases of video there. So we have a lot of specific plans about things that we want to add um, in kind of those workflows and enable enable using video in more places. Um, that yeah, that piece I am I am very very excited about. You know, one thing that even like it draws me to technology and and kind of what's been fun about doing doing Wistia all these years is. Taking things that were really complicated and making them simple for people, and seeing all the the awesome stuff that people do with it and it's very frustrating to see something you know in this in this kind of you know nicely you know something we work so hard to make everything so simple, and then there's this just a glaring uh, complicated piece of it that we all live with for and almost don't notice anymore, which I think of as embed codes, so it's just crazy to me that you know everything is ne- these nice web interfaces design has gotten so much better on the web and in web applications especially business web applications like i'm sure you guys cringe when you go into some like antiquated five ten year old enterprise system and you're like this can even exist this day and age we've come a long way and then you know you're in this like beautiful product and then somewhere along the line you click You get this little snippet of code that exists, you have to copy it, and then paste it into some other system, into the other receptacle for this code. It It just seems like we've come so far, yet we have these bizarro, barbaric little code snippets called embed codes that people seem to be fine with. Well, that yeah, kind key. of it
2: makes me think of like with you know to use the car analogy from before you know where we're talking about the Audi five million. It's <laughs> as if like everything inside the car was you know it, every every feature has been just made to be so driver centric. Everything is push of a button. But if like we never develop power windows, right? <laughs> and you still had to like roll up your window like that is the embed code of the car. You know, yes, like you get to that point change. and it's still like copy and paste. Make sure you don't miss anything because if you miss one thing, it's not going to work. It's, the embed it is, code, uh, the roll up of video marketing. It's the roll up video of yeah. uh, video marketing. It is an abomination. <laughs> but it's, but you're, you're, you're slaying
0: it. Yeah, so,
3: pretty- I mean, all of this is about, like, a lot of these integrations and the Chrome extension, yeah, I mean, there's my, there's much more to them than just, you know, my personal hatred of embed codes, but that is, to me, one of those rough spots along the way that is a barrier to use a lot of these places, and it must be destroyed.
0: That's a segue to something else. I love that word, segue. It is my favorite word of all time. <laughs> So uh the last this last week there there was an announcement or whatever that uh Vimeo is going to come oh, yes. now with Vimeo for business. So how do you feel about that? I mean, are do you feel that you really have to step your game up now even one more notch? Uh yeah, I I mean, I my
3: overview view on that stuff is the more the merrier uh, like and I think it's cool that there are more people who are seeing opportunity in this in this space. I I like Vimeo a lot. I'm friendly with some people there. I knew the the actually now at this point I guess I know a lot of people who aren't there anymore. But like the CEO Kerry, like we knew who who left recently. We had met with him a number of times. Um, it's hard to get a read on like. I feel like Vimeo in recent history has like had a lot of different directions. Like I don't know how closely you guys follow them, but they they did a lot of stuff with the video on demand um, and making it so that content creators could charge for videos, which I thought was really cool. And then they bought VHX, which was originally Vimeo people, and brought that back in house, which was a, a competitor to them, I suppose. Um, and they always had you know because they have such volume and stuff, being able to charge for pro hosting. Was like easy money. I think really like what it came down to, um, and they haven't really touched that product that much. So I'm kind of curious to see like what they are cooking up. Um, I mean, I guess like from the looks of it, it does look a lot like Wistia inspired, I suppose, which is the most sincere
0: form of flattery. Um, yeah, so I agree with you on that. I mean, I think that if your one of your big competitors finally gets into the space then that is, uh, basically, that is um, confirmation that you have hit the right nerve. And, and more people now are going to be understanding uh, the importance of that video is a marketing tool, a business tool, and, and it needs to be treated differently. So I would look at that as a positive. Yeah.
3: I think it'll be the stuff I'm not sure how they're going to do. I'm curious to, to see is in terms of kind of pricing and packaging uh, around that. And I imagine that just then their kind of audience and stuff that that'll come in kind of at the lower end, which I think is like healthy and and good for the market. Like you guys were talking about like, Hey, YouTube's free. Uh, like what if I want to do, you know, why should I pay for something? And like having more variety there and other, other things I think is like good in terms of educating people. And if there's different price points there to get something that's like maybe not quite as advanced, but can, can really help people that could be good.
2: You always yeah, there's, never only, there's never only going to be one company that uh, that does anything, and you know, so yeah, I, I think that it's you, you had to know it was coming. So you know, it's not like uh, you'd own, be the only video hosting platform to you know offer some form of analytics, you know, forever. But uh, oh yeah,
3: I mean, already there's like a bunch of companies who have
2: you know uh, like copied like
3: heat maps and things like that. Right, which right. is a, yeah. Inevitability, and I think I don't know. I guess I, it's not we're, – we're doing it a long time and we're in it for the long haul. So it's like if that was all we had, uh, right. you know, that would be like disconcerting. But I, I guess I just think it's all, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's going to wrap it up for part one of our two-part conversation with Brendan Schwartz, CTO of Wistia. And stay tuned for part two in a couple weeks as we're going to go a little bit more granular and more specific on the analytic tools and the video player features of Wistia.
2: So, Brendan, thank you for, uh, for being our guest. I hope you'll uh, come back on uh, one of these days, maybe, maybe for uh, promoting Wistia 2017. Do you have anything special planned for that? I know this year you had a, uh, a drone take everybody's picture. I'm, I'm assuming next year, like, the drone will shoot lasers or something. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, the drone
3: <laughs> will destroy everyone at the conference. No, uh, I don't. It's, it's a little bit early to say, but it will be good. I can guarantee it. But thank you so much for having me on here. This has been, this
2: has been really fun. Yeah, no, it, it's been uh, fun for us as well. So uh, thank you again to Brendan Schwartz, the CTO at Wistia, and also for Joel Gubich and myself, Brendan Cardy. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. Just a reminder, you can subscribe to this podcast and our monthly newsletter and get complete access to the show notes by going to videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net. You can also download or listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. And of course, we always appreciate any comments or ratings. This helps other people discover this podcast and join the revolution that is video marketing.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.